0: I would have spent extensive time training on my current processes, business model, and launch strategies. So think about it, there'd be a ton of meetings and direction. The launch would be entirely on me and really we'd just be preparing for them to take on the next launch, not even this one. Welcome to the Millennial CEO Podcast. I'm your host and Near Recon CEO coach, Kirsten Valdan, and I help build female founded companies all day. I work with legacy-driven women. They want to retire their family, break generational ceilings, feed the block, all of the above. Get ready to learn how other entrepreneurs became better CEOs and receive business and mindset coaching from a Hispanic female serial entrepreneur so you can do the same. Let's dive in. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm your host, Kirsten, and I like to get to the point. In this ep- episode, we want to define two primary things. Why do you want to hire right now? What should you do before you hire? Let's start with an exercise. Which phrase do you currently connect with right now? Do you feel like you are currently stuck on what to post to stand out in your industry? Do you feel like you are struggling with generating and closing new qualified leads? Do you feel like your business performance is not where you know it could be? All of these questions could easily lead into an entire slew of others. But what we want to define is, are you struggling with your marketing, your sales, or your operations? Once you can identify the umbrella problem, we can then coach you through understanding what the actual root problem is and then make an informed decision from there. So here's what I mean. In December of 2020, I was absolutely capped on clients and time. I had a healthy income and I wanted to break past my income ceiling. Particularly, I was halting the CEO box for literally months beyond our intended launch. But I was confused about whether to increase my package with the OBM agency I was with for more support or whether to try to hire an in-person assistant. I really felt like I needed a right-hand person in order to open up more time for me to market and sell my business. My feelings around my business and ability to launch our second one was that since my current business puts me in a place of having no time, then my next business opportunity would only make things worse. So I could make a few choices here. I could invest more money into my OBM agency and offload all my admin, or I could source and hire an in-person assistant to take care of all the things that are keeping me away from marketing and selling for the CEO box. Now, it's not that I didn't have the money to hire more help. I just wanted to make sure I was using my payroll wisely. So I'm going to share with you the hiring system I use to determine what I truly needed in my business and how to plan my team accordingly. Now, sometimes I use this system with my clients and they actually realize they are far away from needing another hire. Sometimes they realize they are way overdue for one. I'm curious to see what your outcome is. Okay, first thing, why do you want to hire? Do you want to have more space to market your business? Do you want to just get a dreaded task off your plate? Do you want to create a system that will make your life easier? Do you think this hire will save you more money or more time? The coaching industry wants you to believe that if everything isn't off your plate, then you aren't delegating well enough. This simply is not true. It's not. If you want to keep your copywriting to yourself because it truly is enjoyable to you and you know the impact it has on your business performance, that's okay. I want to give you that permission. The key is to make sure your why is actually clear of any anxious or like shameful energy. So let's dive into your why. So for me in December 2020, I felt like the CEO box just wasn't ready to launch because I hadn't spent much time on it due to my busy agency. When really my perfectionism was just causing me to procrastinate on launching. What I really needed was to get my brain and heart out of it with a second opinion so that I could just get it off the ground. I needed expert expedited support. I didn't need or have the time to train a brand new person to learn my business and launching and all those things. I needed a contractor that knew what they were doing so they could just do it. But let's dive more into this, though. Where else have I seen people need to get their brain and heart out of their business? And when specifically, did they just need an expert to jump in? I have seen this a lot with my clients that have evergreen programs, Clients with programs that they've launched multiple times before and they want to go ever enrolling come to me so stuck on their own perfectionism. So they come to me to review their program and its structure, funnel, systems, etc. And it's almost always 100% ready, but they just don't feel that way. This is the perfect example of needing to hire outside of yourself just to get things moving. So I figured this out, right? I was like, okay, this box just needs to get launched. What was my next step? Procedural dissection. So I dove into what needed to be done to get this launched. I wrote down every single possible task and I tried to determine, will I need a specialist for this or a generalist? When you're doing a procedural dissection, you also want to put your processes on trial. Ask yourself if what you're doing is actually what makes the most sense or could it be optimized? Then you go into new hire planning. So new hire planning is where you're going to decide based on what your current business needs, the procedures you want to delegate, and your payroll budget. A key part of new hire planning is determining where you're going to source these new hires. So you want to start looking for new hires based on your desired goals and determine if you need a contractor or a core team member. Remember that sometimes it actually pays to just hire an expert contractor as opposed to a core team member because when you onboard a core team member you have to account for the payroll to train them and the payroll that you have to pay them for training. (laughs) I'm just saying it's the truth okay. So what would happen if I chose to bring on a new core team member instead of hiring a skill-specific expert? In this case, I would have spent extensive time training on my current processes, business model, and launch strategies. So think about it. There'd be a ton of meetings and direction. The launch would be entirely on me, and really, we'd just be preparing for them to take on the next launch, not even this one. I would have spent more money long term. Something we often don't calculate or consider is our hourly rate as a CEO. And there isn't an, an, you know an entire formula to this that I can share, you know, or I'm sorry, there is another uh, formula to this that I can share another time, but mine is $1,000 an hour. So every hour I spend is $1,000 dollars, which is why it's so important to spend my time wisely, okay? Now, let's say I hired a core team member that I had to train at 35 an hour and it took them 40 to 50 hours that month, right? That's an average launch spend. I would have spent $17.50 in launching, not including the training in between and not counting my own hourly rate as a CEO, which is a thousand per hour. So if I spent 20 hours in training and payroll, that's, you know, in addition, that's about like 70-ish hours of expense and we're at like $20,000 in expenses and you can easily argue well Kirsten not really because you're not actually paying yourself a thousand an hour but that's how you need to view it for real because that's the difference between you always going back and like jumping in on things versus actually building a company that can run without you so you need to act like you yes you are going to pay yourself a thousand an hour if you're working that much right so at that case I'm at $20,000 in expense for this launch when I could have hired an expert at 5 to 10k to just get it done with minimal involvement from me. So, this is why so many people start out hiring core team members like generalist VAs when they actually just need an expert and to wait on that style of hire for later. But there are also times when hiring a core team member makes the most sense and you should be able to figure out, you know, figure that out based on the exercise I shared here. But before you hire a core team member, you want to make sure you define your core company values, which is really a separate conversation. But that's like, you know, a core, bringing on a core team member is incredibly important and very important. Um, Like you have to be strategic about it. While with a contractor, sometimes it's easy to just like wash and go kind of thing. I'm not saying that contractors are better than core team members. I actually believe in the power of entrepreneurship like 100%. I just don't want you to hire a core team member when you should just hire a contractor. And I don't want you to hire a contractor when you should hire a core team member. Okay. So was this helpful If so, I want you to leave a review, please. It helps the podcast so much. It takes you two seconds to hit five stars, takes you a few extra minutes to leave a one to two sentence review. And I would really appreciate it. Um, And as always, check out the show notes to see how we can work together. And thank you so much again for tuning in. I hope this helps you as you make your next hire.